Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, we're moving into the first full moon of summer. This full moon in Capricorn provides you with the ability to process all the emotions brought up by the energy of this cancer season. It offers just enough discernment for you to decide what you need to heal, restore, and evolve. It is a powerful full moon and can become your guiding light for the rest of the year. As you nourish yourself this season, notice your frequency, your radiance, Lift your vibration through this rich energy of your soul, your connection to Mother Earth, the moon, and the cosmos. Notice the practices that have been working for you. Notice strength of your own intuition and what you need to do energetically to align with your life's purpose. This Capricorn energy allows you to know the purpose of your soul, especially if you take the time to nourish your inner self, your light, your radiance. Consciousness is shifting. This is the rhythm of where we are right now. New phases, new adventures. Summer is the time to develop this faith in your life that you can remove the darkness with your own light and trust that just like the sun, you'll rise each day no matter where your path takes you. Knowing your energy, your truth, your voice, your spirit is so valuable at this time. And that's where the rights come in to help you move through all this stuff. Rights being Reiki, intuition, tarot, EFT, and stones and crystals. Finding ways to tend to the struggles of your life with these tools can add inspiration, amusement, and joy. It can free you from all the stress going on in the world. All of these cosmic forces and energy alignments I talk about on my energy focus for the week, which you can find live on Sunday nights on Instagram and Facebook. We talk about what's going on, we align our energy, set intentions for the week, and I pull the tarot cards for guidance. Join me or catch the replay. As you move through these cosmic transitions, now is the time to clean up your energy with an energy clearing session. Schedule one in person or online. When you work with the energy body, it helps to release the old patterns and all that old energy. Links will be in the show notes. For when you start going within and connecting to your soul and your spirit, you will find your answers. If you're a strong, passionate person, ready to take charge of your life and look of the stories running around inside of your head, let's talk. Let's talk about my Empowered Spirit private mentoring program. Warning, this work will change your life. It can seriously improve your body, mind, and spirit. Side effects, yes, you may see yourself or others as they really are. You may experience loss of excess baggage, resulting in major life changes. You may become the person you are really meant to be. 
My Empowered Spirit Programs can help you upgrade your spiritual path. You'll learn lots of energy tools, techniques, ways to center your energy, ways to raise your vibration, and ways to release the energy drains and limited beliefs that hold you back. Now is a great time to jumpstart your spiritual practice. Schedule a spiritual upgrade breakthrough call with me, and let's talk about how this program can help you. In today's episode, I speak with Lauren Walker, the author of The Energy to Heal. In this episode, we talk about applying energy medicine to your yoga practice, something I've actually started doing in my yoga classes this year. So I really love this conversation. We talked about balancing the body, mind, and spirit, healing from trauma, everything is energy, and how yoga can connect you with your own inner guidance to help you process the unprocessed emotions stuck in the body. Before we begin, let's take a moment to pause and center and set an intention for where you are right now. So wherever you are, if you can, close the eyes. Taking a nice deep inhale and exhale, sending the breath all the way down the body, deep into the earth. Inhale, bringing that breath all the way back up the body and exhale all the way back down, centering, slowing down. Inhaling as you call in your spirit. Feel the energy coming in all around you. Exhale as you drop right into the heart. Feel that connection in your heart of your spirit and the greater spirit. Taking another deep inhale and exhale. As we go to set this energy, we call in the masters, the teachers, the archangels, the crystal beings, calling in your own spirit guides, We ask that they work with us and through us to surround us and protect us as we open up to this energy, taking a moment and noticing where you are right now in the season of summer. As I teach in the medicine wheel, we find this season in the direction of the south, where we take the time to allow for growth, to honor our path, to sit back and find the amusement and joy of these long days. We bring in the divine feminine to nurture that wild woman energy, allowing it to grow, to be inspired for this season. Calling in the directions for guidance and protection to the south, the west, the north, and the east, above you, below you, right into the very center setting an intention for where you are right now. And allow those elevated emotions for these intentions to radiate out all around you. The joy, the peace, the light, the growth, the love, let it radiate all around. Taking another deep inhale and exhale, centering the energy, holding that vibration as you bring your awareness back. Blinking the eyes open, coming back. 
Lauren Walker, my guest today, is the author of The Energy to Heal, just published this spring from Llewellyn Publications. She previously published Energy Medicine Yoga, Amplifying the Healing Power of Your Yoga Practice, and the Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription, both from Sounds True, and both won the Nautilus Silver Award for Best Mind-Body Publication. She's been teaching yoga and meditation since 1997 and created Energy Medicine Yoga while teaching at Norwich University. She teaches energy medicine yoga across the U.S. and internationally and has been featured many times in Yoga Journal, Mantra Magazine, Yoga Digest, and published a featured article about her yoga work in the New York Times. In 2016, she was named one of the top 100 most influential yoga teachers in America. For more of her work, see emyoga.net. So let us welcome Lauren to the show. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for our conversation. I am very excited for our conversation. Kind of like as we were talking before the show, like before we hit record, like I did not really know there was a thing called energy medicine yoga. So I'm very excited to talk about this and really explore your latest book, The Energy to Heal, that has really just now come out. Is that right? It did. It just was released the first week of May, and it's been doing phenomenally well, which makes me um, really proud and excited and recognizing how much this work is needed in the world right now. Yes, I so agree. I really do. So before we get into all those details and all, let's just talk a minute about like what led you to write this book. You've mm. written several. Why this one? Well, you know, this book wrote itself really out of the trauma that I experienced. And so I had been having these traumatic events in my life and not realizing that trauma draws trauma to you. So if you don't deal with your trauma, the energetics of it and release it and learn how to release it, you draw more trauma to you, which was a crucial piece of my understanding in this journey of healing, uh, because I just thought, wow, I'm one unlucky person. And that's not actually the case at all. And so I had um, an experience that really was a peak trauma experience for me, threw me out of any kind of normal continuation of my life, which is really the definition of trauma. And I was kind of at a crossroads of living really at that point. I didn't know how I was going to survive or if I was going to survive or if I even wanted to survive. And I had a lot of tools at my disposal, but this was beyond those tools. I needed more tools, bigger tools, more powerful. And so for me to live, to survive, to thrive, that's what I needed. And so I spent uh, about a year just pulling myself together and starting to codify what it is that is working for me what isn't working is this a system and putting it together so that i could really heal myself and once i did and i looked back it was sort of obvious that wow i actually created a, a framework a system for healing is this does this work for everyone or is this just my personal journey and uh, i put it together i put it down and uh and then i was like you know what i think that's just for me i'm gonna put this in the drawer and close it away that's it i healed i'm good i'm gonna go forward in my life and a dear friend said can i read it and i said you know i'm not doing anything with it but i wrote it so sure you can read it and she read it and she said lauren this book is amazing this work is amazing you have to publish this people need this and i was like really 
and she encouraged me and I called up my former editor and I was like, oh, I don't know, what do you think? And she's like, wow, this really needs to be out there. So I didn't write it to be like this book for the world. This book was written with my own blood and sweat and tears. And then I thought, well, it saved me. Maybe it could save even just one other person. So here it is. I love that. I love that story organically coming through you from your experience of life drama and what you needed to do to heal. I really do. And, you know, <laughs> I went through a crisis too when the whole yoga world came down, the yoga world I was in, the Kundalini particularly, and I stopped doing yoga altogether. And then COVID hit. And then the thing is, is I saw my body falling apart. And I really didn't know what to do. I was using my shoulders to pull myself up out of bed and my knees. It was like, oh my gosh. And I had taken for granted, I think, my yoga practice because I didn't realize it. I was into ours practicing every day and just going and doing and feeling so good. And then all of a sudden to stop. So yes, I totally agree this work is needed. And I struggled a little bit on how to come back. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of just went to the deepest roots, as we mentioned earlier before we started, the, the Tibetan rites and then have created a series for me to do that works the main areas that works the spine and also i'm really grateful that you have brought this out especially because i am an energy medicine practitioner and it definitely talks my language so let us just describe if you could for us what is energy medicine yoga how would you describe it so we have nine energy systems that animate the body and energy medicine yoga utilizes all nine of those to bring the body into coherence, into harmony, and to clear the static from the signal so that the body can do what it naturally wants to do, which is heal. So energy medicine yoga balances the body. That's it, which is a small thing and an enormous thing. And so um, the practices really you know, one of the first things that I take you into is an understanding of energy, because we don't really understand it so much in the world, even if you've studied yoga for years. I studied yoga for years and had no idea what energy was. It was chi or it was prana, but nobody could explain to me, where do you find it? How do you get more of it? How do you direct it? Except with some very esoteric practices, very exclusive practices that kind of worked if you were just like one million percent committed and practicing like a zillion hours and you know, you could get to that. It's so, so exclusive, which yoga has been in many iterations, very exclusive. Energy is not exclusive at all. Energy is the substrate of the entire universe. You're made of it. I'm made of it. Your car is made of it. Your dog, the earth, your house, everything is energy. And it's free and it has rules and it follows these rules. It has a language. And when you start to look at energy and understand it that way, in this very sort of nuts and bolts way, it is not some woo esoteric PhD level, un impossible to understand thing at all. It is very simple, very accessible. It is in your body. It is on your body. It is around your body. And when you start working with energy medicine yoga practices, you start to feel your energy right away which is just like learning some words in another language. And all of a sudden, this whole world, which is the secret world of the universe, that the universe is written in, it's written in energy, geometry, numbers, sound, light. That's the, the language of the universe. And it's very easy to understand. So my books are basically 
guidebooks or manuals to this thing called energy that takes place in your body and in your life how do you understand it so that you can get the most out of what you came here with yeah i so agree because i think it's important that just moving the body and the physical aspect and the asses is not the only thing that it's about and i know many people here in the western world we think that oh it's just the exercise that go 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 but there's so much more it really is and so having that ability and i call it master your energy like really being knowing your energy working with that subtle layer of the body and you know it's like just because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not there so mm -hmm. I love that you're bringing this together with the actual practice of yoga and have created this system. Mm -hmm. What are those nine energy systems that you mentioned? Yeah, so I'll, I'd love to share them with you. And, and I want to say too, you know, we talk about in yoga for years, I've heard that word, the subtle body, the subtle energies of the body. These energies are not subtle. They are not subtle at <laughs> all. They're right there. And the asana practices move energy, right? Let's just establish that. I mean, yoga is an energetic practice, no matter what kind or style of yoga that you practice. But understanding these very specific energy systems and patterns and entry points, access points on the body allows your, uh, um, your, you, you to utilize these energies in a more pointed and directed way. You know, running generates a lot of energy, but it's not a very specific form of energy. It's not necessarily going to heal something or shift something beyond just, you know, you're, um, you're feeling a little better because you've got some endorphins in your, in your brain now. So the nine systems, some of them you'll have heard of, and they're from all over the world and they all exist within each of us. If you've practiced yoga, you've probably heard of the aura or now as Western medicine is calling it the biofield because it is scientifically quantifiable now. So science has jumped on board with that. So, but it's your aura and your chakras, which are something that is utilized quite a bit in traditional yoga. And then in ancient Chinese medicine, we've got meridians, which if you've ever had acupuncture, which again, Western medicine agrees now is a valid thing. Insurance will even pay for it. So there you go. You've got your energy medicine happening right there in every acupuncture session. So you've got your meridians. You've got uh, another system from Chinese medicine called radiant circuits. It's these different flows in the body that speak directly to healing and to joy. It's amazing. You have a system in your body about creating joy. And then five elements, which is also from Chinese medicine, which is sort of the, the lens that you operate through in the world and actually the lens that the whole world operates through. And it's really the, um, the structure of my new book, The Energy to Heal, is based on working with those elements. And then we've got the system that operates your fight, flight, and freeze response, which in this book, we're talking about healing trauma and stress. And that system is part of your stress response and part of your trauma response. And it's a huge system in the body. And so we work with that. And then there's a few other systems that if I mention them, you, it, it would kind of just go over your head because you might not have heard of them before, but when you read about them in the book, it, it sort of just talks you through what these systems are. And, and really, you know, your energy systems help create energetic structure, volume, mass, and container. And then within all of that movement and interconnection and interrelatedness. And it's really, even though they don't mimic exactly the physiological systems, there is some um, comparative, you know, you can think about the veins that carry blood 
as a form of energy, right? That moves through the body and your skin as the boundary layer for the body. And, you know, so we have systems that energetically speak to the physiology as well. Again, they're all interrelated. The body, you know, we think sometimes we say body, mind, spirit, but each of those actually is energy. And so once you understand that the body, mind, and spirit are all made up of energy, then these ideas of the interrelation and connection and how to utilize and activate each of them becomes a lot more accessible and understandable. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, all that. And I have to say, I came to yoga from an energy perspective. That was where I started, learning Reiki, doing energy as an energy practitioner. I kept, you know, then I kind of came into the yoga world. So there were many of these that I kind of took for granted, but really in some ways never really heard some of the yoga teachers talking about all the time, unless they were doing like a special class or something like that. So I love that you're bringing them in as part of what we're working with from the get-go. I think it's really important. You know, some of the postures and the asanas, they lead themselves, you know, when, you, when you're swinging or twisting, like to feel the orc field, to know your energy field around you, most people don't realize they can control their own energy field. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or really, you know, I had heard the word aura before and I'd taken some of those aura photographs at some fair or something, but I had no idea the structure of the aura, what it actually does, that I could interact with it, that I could affect it, that it was affecting me. Like this is a living structure that is your container and and is your connection between you and the etheric field which is what we all arise from it's how we're all interconnected it's you know if you feel someone um you know someone comes in and you feel joyful because they have come into the room that's affecting you through your aura that's a sensation it's sort of like a I don't, I don't like to use the word sixth sense because then some people think, oh, well, I don't have that. I'm not really sensitive. We all have an aura. We all have this, this energy field. And I did not have any idea that you could actively work with it. And it turns out that the aura is the easiest of all the energy systems to feel. And once people start to feel their aura, it's like, wow, you really start to see what I mean when I say you're an energetic being. And more than that, it's great. You can feel this and move that and, you know, access this and speak to that. All these words that I'm using. Great, great, great. So what? So what is your life starts to shift. You get more energy in your days. Your, your physical complaints start to heal and, and resolve because those are based on fluctuations and, um, you know, static in your energy systems and miscommunications in the energy fields. So once those start to clear out your physical syndrome start to resolve then your relationships start to get better you accomplish your work easier all of a sudden everything starts to get better because everything is energy yeah i so agree i really do and i guess too that even inherent in this system this energy medicine yoga is a natural intelligence that comes in that can really help more protect the body some of the practices do this for 30 minutes and then you're wondering why you have aches and pains you know or your shoulders from too many chaturangas it's like the intelligence comes through and i imagine it's so much more protective 
of that energy for yourself as well. I love this. I love this concept. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, if you do a yoga class and then you've got to go take a nap after you have not, you're not serving yourself at all. And, you know, I came into yoga. You spoke about that. You came in from an energetic perspective. I came in from a very physical perspective. I was doing yoga at Jiva Mukti Yoga Center down when it was over on mm. 2nd Avenue, like the original one. And we were hot and sweaty and bendy and strong and all of that. So I came in from that door and through that hot, sweaty rock music pounding and whatever, it also took us to the place of that calm stillness at the end and, and started to open up the more spiritual aspects of yoga. But it was still very much focused on the physical. And that was my gateway. And I think that's a lot of people's gateway drug with yoga. It's like that intense physicality and you feel so strong and you feel amazing. But what I did discover was after you know a long time of that, it wasn't resolving, it wasn't making my life better. It wasn't making, it wasn't resolving my stress. It wasn't resolving my trauma. So great, I was a little physically stronger, which is good for some things, but I was a stressed out traumatic mess, right? So <laughs> kind of the yoga, opposite, yeah. Yeah, like if your yoga isn't helping resolve that, you need to shift your yoga practice so that it's serving your life. If it's just exercise, that's great. That's your exercise component. And we all have that. You, you biking or swimming or skiing or hiking, that's your exercise. But your yoga, in my opinion, is about moving you along your path, healing guiding you transforming you all of those pieces and yes connecting you to your own spirit whatever your belief systems are spiritual or religious i feel like yoga is connecting you in with your own inner self and guides you can call that divinity but that to me is the the furtherance along the path beyond physical and physical absolutely we need to move the body that's where your trauma lives that's where your stress lives so you're not going to think yourself out of your trauma you need to move your body but you also want to do it in specific careful ways that are guiding and nurturing so that you can actually release the trauma and not just re-traumatize yourself or worse kind of come into the belief that you can't release it because you've tried 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 and it didn't work you haven't tried this i promise you yeah, no, I agree. And I know for me in the Ashtanga practice, it was just creating so much heat. I'm already heat. I'm already pitta. And I got mean. I really got mean and sharp. And I noticed like, oh my God, this is like mean yoga and had to pull back. So I definitely understand what you're saying with that. So you talk about the five elements and you talk about how for this book, particularly it's a lens through which you're viewing. Talk about that a little bit. I actually have to say that the five elements has become a little bit more popular and I'm, I'm noticing more and more people that are using it as guides. So tell us a little bit how you've incorporated it. Mm -hmm. So five elements is um, the lens that I'm using is from ancient Chinese medicine. There's also five elements in Ayurveda. They're different than the five elements in um, Chinese medicine. And there's some other traditions as well that have different elements. So I just want to establish that so that we're all talking about the same elements. So in Chinese five element theory, it's water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. The beautiful thing about five elements is that it encompasses everything in the universe, every process, every physical thing, every emotional thing, spiritual thing, everything in the universe is covered in these five elements. So while it's incredibly vast, it also simplifies. Everything is only one of five things. 
And one of the things that is most potent to me about five element theory is it encompasses our emotions. Emotions and unprocessed emotions are what cause stress. It's one of the things. It's the number one thing. Let's just say that. It's one of them, but it's the top one that causes stress in the body. And stress is the number one cause of disease in the body. So if you've got unprocessed emotions, and let's be honest, who does not, right? Then you need to be able to work with your emotions. And one of the things that I've heard from so many students is EM yoga is the first yoga tradition that they have studied in that honors us as emotional beings. You can go to a yoga class and we've all been there. Either you're the one crying on the mat or someone else is having an emotional release on the mat. And you're like, hmm, I wonder what's going on there. Or wow, I wonder what's going on with me. Why am I crying doing this hip opener? And the yoga teachers in my experience that I was studying with had no explanation for it, except the issues are in the tissues and you're releasing something and now it's coming out. Okay, what am I releasing? Why is it in my tissues? What does it mean? Why am I feeling this emotion? What do I do with this emotion and all the other ones behind it and in front of it? And how do I, blah, 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 right? That's how we think. But yoga wasn't supporting that search. In five element theory, it's very clear where your emotions are, what parts of the body they're affecting, and more importantly, some very guided tools and techniques for transforming a challenging into emotion into its balancing counterpart and for releasing. So harvesting the information from an emotion and then releasing the energy. And that is a process that we wanna be able to do all day long, all lifelong, so that we can release and move on, release and move on and release these energies and these patterns that are actually making us sick. So that is why five element theory is the lens through which this book is composed because every event that you have in your life, every stressor, every trauma has a little bit of each of these five elements in it. We are holistic beings and everything you go through has a little bit of each of these emotions. And until you gather the information from each, what I call the point of the star, you can't release it. You know, you always say to yourself, I wish I could just let that go. Why can't I let it go? And then you pick it up again in your mind and you're like, what happened? Why did it happen? What did they do? What did I do? I wish I could just let it go. You're not going to let it go until you figure out each point of information that you need from that event. And once you do, poof, then you can let it go. Then you're free of the, the charge. You're free of whether it's the trauma or the stress or the energy that's like dragging you down. You're free of it. That's why we use five element theory and it's incredibly powerful. Yeah, I, I do. I love the elements. I remember studying those. I actually talk about the four elements and the fifth being your spirit, but I use that through the tarot, the lens of the tarot and working with the fire, earth and water. So I find it very, very helpful in so many aspects. And I am, I'm a hashtag shower tapper and I study with Gary Craig. And like he says, like underneath every physical ailment is an unresolved emotional issue. That is part of it too. And I believe you include the practice of tapping 
emotional I freedom do. technique in the book, right? That's I part do. of your study. It's such a powerful practice, as you know. And, um, you know, so the system is, is a very specific system. It's a seven point system. You identify your issue, you spin it through the wheel, which is five, you can call them weeks or days or however long it's going to take you on this journey. You go through five very specific practices and then you get your resolution and incorporate that in. And so that's the seven point process. And there are a few other practices because not everything works for everybody. And there are a few other techniques that I included as well. That being one of them that I found to be one of the most powerful things for releasing stress and trauma. And more than that, for reprogramming the nervous system so that you can really be free of those energies. And so, and one of the pieces about that tapping is, um, really being able to come back into a deep love for yourself, which if you have suffered trauma, that's one of the first thing that goes, you lose your love for yourself, you lose yourself. And so to come back to that piece is one of the primary things that you need to do on this journey. And I've found that tapping can be a really powerful way for a lot of people to reclaim some of those lost pieces. Oh, I agree. Totally. It's part of my work that I do that I love so much because I work in imprints, the imprints that keep getting us triggered through the Akashic records and tapping is one of the tools. Once we uncover without the judgment, tapping is one of the tools along with the whole opponent. So I definitely agree with what you're saying. And I love that you've incorporated it. I actually do a little energy tapping routine as I go to start the yoga classes that I teach for my morning time. So it's like it is. I just said, I don't care. <laughs> I'm putting it in there. I'm doing what I want to do now. And I'm not hurting anybody. So I think I'm okay. But I love finding this and knowing that there is there is a formation behind it. There is a foundation behind it. So yeah, excellent. Yeah. So what is your hopes with this? Probably pretty obvious, but what are your hopes? I mean, so biggest, biggest hope, um, hurt people hurt people. And if we want to heal the world, we have to heal the hurt people that are in the world hurting people. So my ultimate goal is that everyone on the planet heals themselves so we stop hurting each other. And I mean, that's my big goal. That is my big goal. Everyone stop hurting each other. And gosh, I could go in a bunch of different directions. No, that, I so agree. I mean, goal. I think that's my big goal. That's an excellent goal because I think the most powerful thing each of us can do right now is heal thyself. I really do. So that totally goes along with that. And I love that. I love that response because I haven't thought about it, but it's true. Hurt people hurt people, right? It just keeps getting passed on. So I think that's a beautiful passion and a beautiful mission that you have with this and getting it out. I really do. Definitely. So where can people find the book? What do you have going on? Are you teaching? Tell us, tell us. Mm -hmm. So you can find the book anywhere books are sold. And I always encourage you to go to your local bookseller and if they don't have it, ask them to carry it. Um, you can certainly get it online everywhere. I love one of the things that I've really been loving since the book came out is reading uh, the reviews on Amazon. They have been amazing. And so really appreciate people dropping reviews there. And um, you can find all of my work and practices and where I'm teaching at energymedicineyoga.net, emyoga.net. I'm teaching live at a few places this year. I'll be at Feathered Pipe Ranch in Montana in August. I'll be at Kripalu in September. 
and um, just thinking other lives. And then I'm teaching online quite a bit. I'll be teaching uh, a course with the Shift Network starting in October um, and some few other things that we haven't announced yet that'll be coming out. But if you go to the uh, website and sign up for the newsletter, you can find everything that I'm doing and join in for whatever's in the flow for you. Yeah, I love the Shift Network. I've taken many classes with them for sure. So definitely appreciate them. And you're a Llewellyn author, right? This is being published by Llewellyn. Yes, definitely give them a shout out as well. I appreciate all their work. Gosh, how many times, how many years ago was I first on their site for sure? So that is just awesome. I will definitely put the links in there to all this work. I do agree with you. I think it is so important that this comes out. So as we go to close the show, I like to come back and ask the question, How would you say that the work that you're doing through energy medicine yoga can help to empower the spirit? You know, I think the empowerment comes from you understanding just how powerful you are. The energies that you have within you that you might not even be aware of right now are more powerful than any other aspect of your life. And they are right there waiting for you to discover them and dance with them and communicate with them. And once you start to engage with your fullness of self, which includes your energy, that connection that we're all craving, that body, mind, spirit, it is connected by energy. And so your engagement of your energy engages you in a deeper way than you ever thought was possible. Yeah, than you ever thought possible. Yeah, your energy is waiting for you to be discovered and to know that you can master it for sure. It is an ongoing journey. That is true too. Yeah, it's a life journey. It's a life journey and it's a beautiful exploration. It's like learning any language or any skill or sport. As you get better at it and more confident, it becomes more fun and more engaging. And more transformative, I guarantee you, the transformations happen fast and furiously. Your body is, it wants to heal. Your body is yearning for you to bring your light forth into the world. Your mind, your spirit, everything is yearning to bring you forward. And so I I invite you to dip a toe into your energies, which are just waiting for you. Lauren, thank you so much for being our guest today. How inspiring. I just feel it right into my heart as we open up this work out into the world. Thank you so much to your spirit. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. Yes. Trauma can attract more trauma if not healed. With trauma, you do lose love for yourself. And with this practice of energy medicine yoga, it will help you to reestablish a deeper love for yourself. Hurt people hurt people, as Lauren says. So we have to heal the hurt people beginning with our own self so that everyone can then stop hurting. I do believe the greatest thing we all can do right now is heal within ourselves. Empowerment comes from you understanding just how powerful you are. Reach out to Lauren for her books and her work. And if you're in need of creating your spiritual practice or going deeper within your own soul, reach out, schedule a spiritual upgrade, breakthrough call with me, and let's get you started building your spiritual practice. 
Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Harry Ann Hyman, to your spirit. Namaste. Namaste.